Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, July 20th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we are going to be in the book of Numbers. But before we get to our discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, it is in Christ that you have taught us about love and forgiveness, about the importance of presence and touch and care. And so it is our prayer that this day we would go and do likewise. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is from the book of Numbers, chapter 11, verses 24 through 30. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord. And he gathered 70 elders of the people and placed them all around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him. And took some of the spirit that was on him and put it on the seventy elders. And when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied. But they did not do so again. Two men remained in the camp, one named Eldad and the other named Medad. And the spirit rested on them. They were among those registered, but they had not gone out to the tent. And so they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. And Joshua, son of Nun, the assistant of Moses, one of his chosen men, said, My lord, Moses, stop them. But Moses said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. And Moses and the elders of Israel returned to the camp. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brett, this passage mentions the Holy Spirit, and it also talks about Joshua and Moses, who were leaders. So what does it tell us about either the Holy Spirit or about leadership? Well, I'd love to, I'm just going to go ahead and steal what you actually said earlier this week that when we were talking about this, so hopefully you have something new to say, uh, but thank I think... Thank you for, uh, <laughs> for like, prepping. Yeah, thank you for letting me know that like uh, this was going to happen and not being like, let me tell you these deep thoughts I've had. <laughs> but I think that it is exactly what you said earlier when we talked, that, that we can't control the spirit, um, that we, you know, the the Joshua and kind of everyone thinks that the spirit is going to be confined to the tent, but the spirit goes out and finds these leaders who are not uh, at the temp and, and moves within them. And again, then Joshua is trying to say, well, well, let's, let's confine it to where we had set up, where we had gathered, where we had set up the, the rules. Uh, and Moses says, um, would that all the Lord's people were prophets, uh, and that the Lord would put His Spirit on them, which I think leads into the leadership question of um, of the more the more leaders that you have around you. Uh, you know, Moses is kind of during the time of crisis. He definitely took on the 
a sole leadership role. And then as they got to this point of living, they've needed more bureaucracy and they've needed more leaders within the camp to make sure that it ran efficiently and that people were taken care of. Uh, and so Moses has uh, needed to give up power. And so the more uh, people that are receiving the spirit of God that are working within that, uh, Moses becomes less so that all these other leaders can become more in a lot of ways. And so I think being a leader is is being humble enough to know uh, that the that especially within the church that God works within the lives of these people and as this Moses demonstrates that's what we want. Yeah, and I um, I don't even see it as Moses becoming less necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right, I think that for Moses he has this ability to remember what it's really about, mm-hmm. and what it's really about is more of God in the people. And so when that starts happening, he doesn't care if it's the two yahoos in the camp or the 70 people he thinks it's going to be. Um, and I'm also really struck by just the Holy Spirit rests on the most unlikely people. I am a case in point. Um, but, you know, that, that we have no way of controlling or knowing exactly what the Spirit is going to do. And so I think the more I feel sure about something in this life of faith, the more I have to always hold out this space of, but what's the new thing the Spirit's going to show me? Or what's the thing that God is doing that I couldn't even ever have anticipated? Um, you know, the life of faith is this, this interesting paradox of holding closely what we know and believe but also holding this door open of like, you know, Mm -hmm. the new thing God is going to do. And so I love this. Um, And I think, I think if we're holding open that door of what the spirit may do, that it it can be uh, disconcerting. And it's not just Joshua. It's this young man that went and told on these people of, of there is uh, there's, there's a little bit of, a fear of, of this new thing is, is different than what we expected. So could you handle that, Moses? Uh, yeah. And Moses instead says, let's encourage that. Yeah, and I also, I don't, I'm really impressed that Moses doesn't rebuke Joshua. Hmm. He just points out, you're jealous for me, which is really a lovely thing, yes. right? Um, it shows Joshua's confidence in Moses and love for Moses. Um it also shows humanity. We do get jealous, mm-hmm. and we do think um, that you know Moses should have all the attention or have all the power over the spirit and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really love that um, Moses points out, okay, this is what's happening for you, Joshua, but here's what it's really about. Mm-hmm. There should be a day when all pe- people are able to prophesy because the Holy Spirit is with them. So yeah. let's work towards that. Yeah. How often do we get uh, protective about, you know, maybe we do it jokingly, but we're dead serious of, you know, um, of, of maybe our allegiances to our colleges or our schools of like, oh, no, but our our dean is actually a lot better than their dean. <laughs> it's like, but if they're both making, you know, uh, good students coming up in the world, wouldn't that be a great thing? <laughs> well, and you probably know this better than most in the church. I've only ever been... Uh, the you know solo or head pastor, but 
How many times when you're applying for an associate did you have to think, is this someone I'm going to work with who has the emotional maturity to let me flourish? Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's a real thing. Absolutely. Um, and I was like, I guess I'll go with this lady. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're like, hopefully she's better than the others. <laughs> you know, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> no, but it is, I think that it is, you know, everyone, uh, again, deals with the ego. And I think that uh, the the leader of an organization, the leader of a church, uh, there is probably the highest pressure on that to, to uh, at the one hand, hold uh, enough um, power that you can make sure things happen, uh, and then also to be humble enough to let go of that uh, so that uh, other people can, can work within um, the institution. I do think good leadership is a bit like parenting in that if you can facilitate other people to do what they are doing well so that you are obsolete, that's actually a really good thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let me leave you now with a quote from Billy Graham who says, It is the Holy Spirit's job to convict, God's job to judge and my job to love. Friends, please join us again on Friday, but now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may God give you the grace never to sell yourself short, grace to risk something big for something good, grace to remember that the world is too dangerous for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. So may God take your minds and think through them. May God take your lips and speak through them. May God take your hearts and set them on fire. Amen. Amen.